Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Frank Presents the Play Call. Uh, we're here today. Uh, one of us, we're one short, but we got our, our guest, our guest coming in. My son, Frank. Yo, doing everyone. Today, what's going on, people? Oh, doing amazing. I don't know who's gonna speak first. Yeah. yeah. Well, doing? What we need to do is put pressure on Frankie to make an intro for us because he doesn't make an intro. We Frankie is not. Up. If it's not drill music, Frankie is not making new music. We could do oh, it, bro. You... It, it's gotta be clean, Frankie. You can't be up in there cursing. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. I got you. But that's not Frankie. Then, then we can't get Frankie to do it because that's not him. That's not BX the Menace. That's not. Yeah, I see that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and cook something. I'm gonna try to cook something. About I'll, I'll see. We'll see. What's up, June? Now I was gonna say Frankie got to step himself out of the element. You know, make himself a little bit more marketable. Nah, of course, of course, of course. You feel me? I just started doing like some Detroit type stuff. You feel me? Because I've been listening to Detroit rap recent recently a lot. So I've been on that type of wave right now, trying to get out my box. Well, good. <laughs> Well, let's see. Another week out. Combine started today. Um, not much going on, but Bree got some topics. Bree did her thing. She threw in the clutch, so we're going to discuss them. We're going to talk and, and 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 discuss what's going on out here. So, Bree, go before ahead. Before we start, Wait. Frank. Before we start, Frank, how are you feeling? Frank is under the weather. Oh. Um, Frank got COVID for the tenth time in the tenth last time. two years. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, you posted like I got COVID. I was like, "Dang, again." <laughs> no, I've got COVID more than I ever got. I've never got the flu, but I sure as have gotten COVID more than that. All right, that's crazy that I never got the flu, but all this thing COVID pops up and I catch it like every year. It's a it's a yearly thing now. Um, now I'm okay. I'm doing better today. Uh, yesterday would have been rough, and the day before that was even rougher. So, um, you know, I'm blessed to to be able to get on here and uh record i know i sound stuffy i know i don't sound a little congested but okay. we're gonna make it do what it do <laughs> all right so the first the first topic if everyone wants to look at their um their screens right now so the nflpa is releasing their first ever team report cards based on surveys roughly surveying roughly 1300 players Ranking number one overall in football facilities, staff, and overall treatment of players, the Vikings, followed by the Dolphins at two and the Raiders at three. <clears throat> so these, so NFL Players Association surveyed teams on how their facilities treat them in regards to treatment of families, food service nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training rooms, training staff, locker room, uh, team travel, and then just overall. So we see Minnesota Vikings, they live in lavish over there. <laughs> Yo, so look at this, right? Look <laughs> at the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm about to say, the car- I, saw, I heard, I saw something with a Cardinals charge oh, the, yeah. for the food mm-hmm. that they feed them in the cafeteria. That is crazy. So they take mm-hmm. their BAS away. That's what they're doing. They're taking- the Chargers and the Saints, too. Wow. Bro. Um, We're at 24. Bro, so listen, but look at this. Okay, so Chiefs are where they at? Where they at? They're number 29. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, where's the Bucks? Bucks the Bucks 27. 26. Oh, they're 26? 26. Yes. And then the Rams are 25, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the last three Super Bowl winners right there. Um, then you have what the 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 Patriots before that. 
They're Eagles t- also. And then you the have Steelers are number twenty second. Twenty second and Eagles. Where are the Eagles at? So basically the point I'm trying to make is if you want to win Super Bowls, don't get in the top 10 because clearly <laughs> you treat people good. You don't win. Um, You don't want to be the bottom, but the last five Super Bowl winners. But, but, but look at the 49ers. They're ranked pretty high and they've made it to the NFC championships every single time. And they made it to the Super Bowl. They're also. like, you know, one game away. Yeah, and they made this to the Super Bowl too in 2020. So yeah, they're always one game away though. Like I feel like with the 49ers situation, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> That's really all it is. They're just one player away every well, single I'm, time. I'm 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 curious as to why they did this. Honestly, I I don't know why you would want to rate it or give it a report card. But it, I I think it, what they're trying to do is because you know the NFLPA, this play association, so they want it to be fair but good for all teams all around. So what they're starting to do now to be more involved with the players' lifestyles in these facilities is trying to see where they can improve at with some teams and keep with other teams, if that makes sense. So, like, for example, right, the treatment of families, right? How do the Bengals, the Jags, the Cardinals, and the Commanders get an F? Like, like how do they treat their family members, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, Mikey. Is, what is this based on? They, they get to come to the, the facility once a week or they don't get to come at all? I, I, I think maybe go also go to work day. I don't know. My theory for treatment of families when it's like families when it comes to games and like, you know, they know like some teams have like the friends and family passes where you get like four tickets for your family members and stuff. What if like, oh, like their family has to pay for their own tickets to watch, like, you know, their their son or their spouse play. Or that would be messed up. I was thinking maybe of another it. example, the 49ers <laughs> facility, right? Their facility has daycare for the players' families' children. So the noise don't bother them at the game. <laughs> so like, you know, like if a player has kids and stuff, they have a daycare for the kids throughout the game. And then the parent or Family members pick up the child three minutes into the fourth quarter. That's actually um, fine. Yeah, that that I guess that's what that's where we'll go. Um I I don't know. I, I you know, I thought the Patriots might be F two because I don't see Bill Belichick giving a damn about where your kids play at while you play. Maybe it's favoritism. Yeah, that's possible. I mean well, yeah. I, I, I I don't know. I, I find this interesting. I I wouldn't put too much stock in it. Because, again, the, the last five or six Super Bowl winners, not even in the top ten. Um, I mean, I can see it now. Let me tell you what happened, bro. Let me tell you exactly what happened. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, what's his name? Mahomes is like, hey, uh, there's the line, first of all. So, there's the line of players, and they're getting their tickets from their PAO. And the public affairs officer, for you guys that don't know. And Mahomes is like, hey, I'm here to pick up the tickets for my family. Boom. They give him a pack of 18, right? And then uh, what's that dude that pushed? Um, no, that wasn't Mahomes. McCoy, right? Then you get McCoy. He's right behind Mahomes. And he's like, well, hey, I'm here to pick up the pack of 20. And they're like, all right, yeah, it'll be it'll, it'll be like 4,700, you know, LaShawn. And uh, he's like, well, wait, 
Wait a minute. You just gave O'Patrick 20 for free. Yeah, but it's 4700 for you. That's not including taxes. Give me a second. And that's probably <laughs> what happened. You know, the, the, the players, they seen something and they was like, oh, hell no. Nah. That ain't fair. <laughs> You know why you why you why you BSing, right? What if this is more of trying to get certain players to go to certain teams? Oh, I don't think so because it's the NFLPA and not actual team organizations doing the surveys. So the NFLPA has no ties to any specific teams. It's basically to make sure everyone has fair treatment all around the entire league. Yeah, and that's why they did this survey to see, okay. The Ravens need help with strength coaches because they got a freaking F minus. How do you get an F minus? F minus yeah, is no, so right? crazy. F minus, holy shit. Where are the Ravens at? What number? The Ravens uh, are number 17. 17. I've seen. But then if you look down at the the at the Cardinals, they got one, two, three F minuses, five, two Fs. Yeah, two Fs. Two I've total Fs. And the A minus. Yeah. <laughs> The Colts. And the Cardinals actually have been facing a lot of um, serious criticism surrounding the report cards. I mean, shoot, look at the the organization has been a dumpster fire for the last season. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's kind of seen like what was going to happen with the Cardinals because, I mean, they just haven't lived up to standard, basically. Like, it was like, oh, starting back out with like, you know, Josh Rosen, then getting Kyler Murray, then, oh, we're supposed to have like this fire team with Kyler Murray. I think they made it to the first round, got bounced by the eventual champion Rams. And then, like, this year, it was like, all right, you know, everybody's coming back. And then it's just they fell off the face of their – like, they fell flat on their face. So, I don't know. I think the – didn't they blow it up anyways? Like, get a whole new uh, GM and head coach? Bro, now they're about to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Like, you're going to trade him. So, what are, what are, what could yeah. it to be? The, the Washington Commanders doesn't surprise me with – all of the controversy oh, yeah. around the organization since 2019. So that was more than likely yeah. gonna be like gonna happen. I mean, I mean but they gave them A plus in the strength coaches. Well, the thing I think too, also, right? It, it's the state of the organization. So I, I don't know about everybody else. I'm gonna tell you where like I'm surprised uh with the Patriots. You get a D plus on team travel. Like, are you serious? They, he has their own jet. They they look like they're pretty good when I found them on Instagram. But, I mean, I, I just feel like when it comes down to it, really, um, some organizations you can tell that they're going to be trash. Like, I'm surprised the Vikings are all A's, but then look at where they're at as players and where they're at in competition. Um, mm-hmm. I guess my question would be... But they've recently updated a lot of their facilities, too, yeah. in Minnesota, so their stuff is, you know, yeah. nicer. Um, but also when it comes to the Patriots, when it comes to the travel, having a D plus, you may never know, Frank, those seats might be super uncomfortable, might be very small, you know, like no comfort, like they're not comfortable. Also, it depends on when they travel. Let's say they travel, they're traveling at nighttime to the West coast Mm -hmm. and now they're three hours behind. So they're jet lagged and they got to play the next morning because some teams fly out the night prior to the game. Some teams fly out that Friday before that Sunday. So yeah. you have the Patriots who like to fly out 24 hours prior to the game. Their travel probably isn't that well because they don't have time to, one, maybe adjust the time zone, and two, get relaxed after sitting in super uncomfortable seats. Because remember, these are six, seven, six, eight players, 250 pounds. 
And what if their seats are like small, yeah. like an airplane seat? Oh no, I know, I know what you're saying. Uh, that, and I'm glad you said that because I sure as hell was about to be like, have they flown coach lately? Um, don't forget <laughs> where you come from. Uh, nah, I, I don't know. I don't know the purpose of this. I don't know what the NFLPA was trying to accomplish by this. Um, I, I think honestly, I think it's stupid to be honest. You know? I think they should have kept the results private and not public because now you got everyone calling the Cardinals and Washington dirty bitches. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, I mean wait. Stadium, dirty. Everybody got enough publicity now, going on. You know, the commanders though, what's it called? They FedEx Field just sucks. So I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I, I heard that the Bears have the most the worst uncomfortable like seats in the stadium. The Bears. I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think overall, this report card is very interesting. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's very interesting, like an interesting read. Uh, maybe this is something I could look at while, you know, I'm I'm just meditating by myself. I don't know. Uh, but I could definitely see the commander's flying spirit. <laughs> hey, yo, Dan Snyder not going to fork up any money for a private whole time. Hey, listen. He's like a billionaire. Dan Snyder is under the gun right now. Uh, yeah, Dan you know, Snyder is under country. the gun. No, <laughs> it's getting... Yo, it's he took the jet keys away. He said, "Nope, you ain't using this word." Yeah, he, he probably called, do have fly spirit. Called Breeze and said, "Y'all fly with Breeze." What's up? <laughs> I'm telling you, it was this bad. But anyways, stupid. I I don't like. I I don't get it. I I think it's. I don't know. It's what's the. I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I still think it kind of like puts organizations on blast. Maybe that's what the people need to see to see what's actually going on outside. Like, what what's actually going in, on inside the NFL world versus what we see on TV when it comes to games. Um, see, like, they, they get treated like pieces. <laughs> How about you do a report card on the military and post that out, like, publicly? <laughs> Please. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. So I, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you guys later about it. Anyway, so let's go on the next topic. Okay, so the next topic. So Matt Patricia joins the Broncos staff as the, as the senior defensive coordinator. So my question is mainly for Frank and for Frankie. June, you can tag along if you have an answer too. With the amazing, incredible season Matt Patricia had in New England this past season, do you think him going over to the Broncos under – Sean Payton as the senior defensive coordinator will help that defense, or do you feel like he still needs to he needs to get his mind out of that offensive mentality that he played this past season and actually, you know, slowly get back into the defensive play calling. So Rex Ryan isn't joining the team. No, nope, Pat Patricia joins the Broncos staff as a senior defensive coordinator. As a senior defensive coordinator. Um, so I I think you'll be good at it. Listen, um, some people are not meant to be head coaches. And Who's that Jim? Jim just keeps on the side eyes. Oh, uh, some people are not meant to be head coaches, and I don't think he's meant. He's one of those people that's supposed to be a head coach. Um, I feel like he was good on defense. There was times I was a little disappointed with him on defense. I felt that he could have did more. Um, some games I felt we came up short. Uh, I, I would say the Super Bowl against the Eagles that we lost, I feel he came up short there. Um, yeah. I think he uh, 
I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I think he'll be okay. But the problem is, so okay, so when you start talking about this guy as a defensive coordinator, look who he had next to him. Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Like Bill Belichick. It's like kind of the enemy and Andy Reid thing. You know, well, look who he had next to him, Andy Reid. Offensive mind. So when you start looking at it, how good is he? Um when he left Belichick and went to Detroit and was the head coach, they they were horrible. Um, but then that's not fair because in that situation, that team hasn't been good for a long time until now, you know. And it took that head coach what three years before he got it turned around. So we don't we don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it'd be good for him. I think the problem with the with the with the uh with the Broncos isn't the fact that you know they haven't uh they don't have a defense. The fact was that the offense couldn't put up enough points to win the games. If we we saw the the, the stats, if they would have put eighteen points up in some games, they would have had a running record. So I think he'll be fine. I think the biggest thing for them would be the the the, the offense. But I, I think he'll be okay. Um, I think. Oh, you go, Jim. Are you no, sure? No, no, no. It was for you and uh, oh. Frank. But I, I when you. Um, Shoot, nah, I think uh, as a senior defensive coordinator, you know, it's, it's a good pickup for the Broncos, especially, you know, under Sean Payton, who uh, plays. I think Sean ba- Payton uh, has a balance more so because he's not solely like, you know, off strongly offensive minded. He's not solely like strongly defensive minded, but he can put together, you know, I think a balanced enough team more. So I think on the offensive sides, because we've seen when Breeze was putting up 5,000 yards per season, there's always a seven and nine team probably from the Saints because of the bad defense. But when they did have, you know, I guess um, I'd say pieces that could, you know, be effective and efficient, you know, they, they was balling. So it was making it to the playoffs, you know, doing going deep too. Like they never got bounced out in the wild card, I think, for any of those um playoff appearances in the last uh I think five years, five, six years. Um it's been probably divisional um and higher. So but overall though, I think uh for uh Matt Patricia, I think it'll be I think it's a good pickup. Um <clears throat> Matt Patricia, he's not perfect. Uh, definitely looking at that as a Patriots fan, then also just watching how the Lions thing panned out um, for the years that he was there. But overall, him playing like, you know, as the offensive coordinator this year was terrible. Um, defensive, I think he does well with like the linebacker cores and everything like that and the front ends. Secondary is kind of eh. But um, because we do like I've noticed like with Matt Patricia as our coordinator, um, we kind of do let up some secondary plays. But overall, though, I think, you know, linebacker core and um the front five, front seven, basically overall um for the Broncos will be great. That's a that's a great fit right there because the Broncos always have great um linebackers and defensive tackles and defensive ends. So it's really I think it's a good pickup overall. I don't know. I think I think given his stint with Detroit and his stint recently, I think he lost a lot of credit. In my just my opinion, obviously. I think he lost a whole lot of credit and he has a lot of ground to make up. So the only thing that's saving this news is that he's gonna go work with Sean Payton. Yep. If he was gonna go work with any other head coach, yeah. the news would be very irrelevant. Um, and I don't know, man. I just 
I outside looking and again, you guys know him more than me. Um, I just don't believe in his 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 in what he does. I don't know. You know what I mean? I I don't know. And maybe maybe it's just I, the that he did with with the lines. I don't know. I, like I said, for me, uh, um, my biggest question or disappointment at him as a head as a defensive coordinator was against your team in the Super Bowl. Um, he he ruined our chance of going back to back. We went two for three that year. You know what I'm saying? Because we beat the 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 Falcons, we lost to y'all, and then we beat the Rams. If if we would have if he would have coached a better defensive game, there's no way in hell Brady throws for 505 yards in the Super Bowl, sets another record, and loses to a team. It just doesn't happen. That that's not that means defense didn't stop. But it was with 38 to 41 or something like that. It was 38 or uh, 41 to 33. Uh, yeah, 41 to 33, yeah. Eight-point yeah, game. crazy. And, and, you know, give credit to your defense for the strip sack fumble, but oh, it, yeah. should never, it should never came down to that. Not when your quarterback's throwing for 505 yards, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. So It that, was our secondary got killed. Our secondary yeah, got slaughtered. We didn't, we didn't put in um, Butler. You know, there was so much there, and he was the defensive coordinator there. Just like mm-hmm. I got to give credit to Brian Flores for what he did against the Rams. And people want to say, well, Belichick, well, okay, we'll give Belichick some credit. But when Brian Flores left and he went to Miami, Miami had a winning record. He turned that team around. Seven. You saw that his coaching is there. You know what I'm saying? So to me, with with uh, Matt Patricia, you know, whatever. Obviously, they saw something in him that they like. Um, I, I think he's good. He's a very he's smart. He's a, a, a man. He's a physicist or something like that. He's like a. a, a his degree is 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 some science degree there, bro. It's like a rocket scientist for real, for real. Um, he he's a he's a smart dude, but again, I also feel like a lot of the times he was saved by you know by by Belichick. You know what I'm saying? By Belichick, Belichick. Next to him, um, saved him. In, in my opinion, I mean, I could be wrong. People could disagree with me, but again, if we're Shoot. gonna if we're gonna take credit away from people like Bienemy because he has Andy Reid there, then I can take credit away from him because he has Belichick there. Um, um no, nah, I was gonna say, uh, June, who is do you remember? I think it was Tory Smith caught like this long touchdown pass okay, in Super Bowl 52, yeah. right? No, yeah. It was Tory Smith, right? If I'm not mistaken. It was mm-hmm. uh no, it was Alshon Jeffrey. It was Alshon Jeffrey. No, I know Alshon um caught one, but I think Tory Smith caught one too. Either that or he caught one and y'all landed in the five. But like I remember yes. that because Torrey Smith landed in the in the red zone. Exactly, yeah. And it was it was like a freaking if the I think if it wasn't like a last second tackle, like if I'm not mistaken, so if he didn't score, then I think if it wasn't for a last second tackle that he would have scored. That's how close he was. And that was literally that whole that one play right there, even if it's not a scoring play, just is like you could say that. One play sums up our Super Bowl performance with Patricia as our coordinator because the the front like the front seven you know our linebacker core and our our defensive line you know solid but then when we get to the secondary it's like we're getting blown up yeah we will have like a stop here and there but then we're always getting blown up on some type of play and it's usually when um teams send it downfield like. I think we we play a whole lot of man coverage, but the thing is we play man coverage for like short to mid. And then once we start getting to like downfield type of plays, it starts getting a little shifty and shaky, you know? So mm-hmm. that whole, that one play, like it's a certain place from that Super Bowl where I'm like, damn, like, yo, it like, what's it called? It was an eight point game. And it really just came down to the, to the strip sack fumble. 
by um Brandon Graham, right? Yeah, Brandon it? Graham. Yeah. Yeah. But real quick, this dude got a degree in 1996. Hold on. Um, my sister's calling me. In 96, he got a degree from School of Engineering, Mechanical, Aerospace, and Nuclear Engineering Department in Rocket Science. He's the only rocket scientist head coach or coach in the league. What is he doing coaching? I don't understand. This is why I expect more out of him. See, when you have that much brain power, you that play, that play in Vegas, that was rocket science. Yeah, listen, he needs, yeah, exactly. He needs to be doing the trajectory of the wind coming in at him with the molecules in the air, the density with the propensity to do a bunch of entities should equate to interception on this play. That's what I expect from a rocket scientist. Not sitting there with a pencil biting your bottom lip while the Eagles throw the ball all over the field for Nick Foles and you make Nick Foles a hero. That's what I don't expect. So, I don't know. Good luck to the Broncos. What's next, Bree? I'm bitter. I'm still bitter. <laughs> um, real fast, funny, I submitted my house on leave chip on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And um, my chief just called me and was like, hey, I don't have it on my computer anymore and they don't have it. Can you resend it? My house only started today at 1800. The TAD request, they don't have it? Uh, yeah, so I'm resetting it now because my lease started an hour ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, one second. What was that you just posted? Um... <laughs> Oh, Jeremiah Trotter? Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I, I I hate seeing stuff like that, bro. Yeah, definitely. She looked young, too. Okay, next on the agenda, we have um, NFL releases by and before free agency, March 15th. So as of right now, Carson Wentz and Marcus Mariota have been released from the teams. Carson Wentz has been released from um, the Washington Commanders and – Wait, he was on the commanders, right? Yeah. Mariota and, huh? Yeah, Mariota or Wentz? No, Wentz. Oh, yeah, commanders. Yeah, commanders. Oh, five. And then, and then Marcus Mariota was released from the Falcons. And then you have Kenny Galladay from the Giants being released by free agency on March 15th and also Leonard Fournette. So we can talk about this. My The main thing that I've really been seeing everyone really talk about is Leonard Fournette. And it's no Leonard Fournette. Who else? They have the Bucks. Have a lot of people going into free agency. Um, are they going to, you know, just they did a swipe of coaching and staff and got rid of eleven people right after the game? Like, are they going to start all over and not sign a lot of people back and just clean house, fresh new team after Brady's retirement? If I'm the Bucks, I'm trading. I'm trying to trade for picks. Uh, Godwin's still good. Evans is still good. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he didn't have a great season last year, but I also feel the it, the run game didn't have a good season last year. I was watching something from the herd, and he said Brady led the league in attempts and completions last year because they had no run game. Um, we we could have seen if they had a better offensive line, maybe what that run game looked like. And I don't think Fournette it's going to be your every down back. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think he's a three down back to be honest with you. I think he's maybe a third and fourth down back if needed. Um, that goal line kind of guy. Um, 
We've seen what Pacheco did for the Chiefs, a smaller back, faster, shiftier. Sometimes you I think want he's like more upright though, Pacheco. Yeah. We've seen, seen him run. Uh, uh white what white did for them on the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, he's shifty. Kind of like Tony Pollard, you know what I'm saying, on, on the on on the Cowboys. So I think that uh I don't know. I think the Bucks need to really analyze what they got. You you have a team, you can entice a good quarterback to come in. Uh, you don't need a, a Tom Brady. What you need is a, a person that's gonna not give the game away. You know what I'm saying? Just go in there, uh, make the right throws, be efficient and effective. Uh, they can get that running game going. It's gonna help. That defense is still good. I mean, they lost. Um, uh, who they lost? They lost uh, Barrett. Wasn't it Shaquille Barrett or somebody like that? They lost early. The, one of the middle linebackers that the the guy that would be next to White. Uh, they so lost it would be, um, Barrett. Yeah, it was Shaquille Barrett, right? Um, and he they they, lost Shaq Barrett. I want to say he was injured, man. One of them guys was injured the whole season. Oh, like, halfway yeah, through the yeah, season, yeah. so they didn't. Yeah, have Shaq to, was. Yeah, the the defense wasn't the same. You know, they lost Sue. They gave away JPP. You know, um, so I I don't know, Bri. I think they, if I'm them and I'm gonna do that, I'm trading for picks. I want picks. I want to be able to go out and uh, get get some rebuild. Play. Yeah, rebuild if I was going to do that. Carson Wentz, I think he's a backup, he, and he needs to understand that unless it turns around for him. We've seen Geno Smith go to uh, Seattle and, and and win the starting position and, and, and possibly get an extension. Have a whole renaissance. Yeah, so uh, Mariota, wherever he goes, the same thing. I think all these quarterbacks that at one point show promise, I think coaching plays a long part with it and the right situation. <laughs> you know, you can't go. That's like, let's say June was the best quarterback coming out the draft. True. He was up there, you know what I'm saying? Good arm, speed, uh, agility, all that. But we we sent him to the Detroit Lions. Super Bowl contenders immediately. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm Madden. Uh, in real life, you oh, know, he just set him up for failure for the next five years. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if the the right pieces ain't around him, take the you know to the Jets. Any of these sorry, sorry, any of these teams that been for a long time, um. Talent can go to waste, so I don't know. I think everybody should get picks. Picks. Uh, I think. Oh, go ahead, Drew. Sorry. I think uh, what I was going to say, and Frank said it, is when it comes to Carson Wentz, it all comes down, in my opinion, to the right team and the right coach. Um. When it comes to Mariota, I don't know. I think he reaches ceiling. I think he's reached his ceiling, and it's unfortunate. Um, but hey, my dude, you made some money. Uh, it's time to invest in something else. And if you want to stay in the NFL, go to the front office. See if they got like uh, I don't know, receptionist shop or something. I don't know. But he'll be able to get some type. That of was job. rude. That was really rude. That was really really rude. <laughs> All right, I'll take the receptionist job hey. away, but some other job involving the practice squad or something along the lines. I I no, but I was. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, I can't with you. June is rude, but it's okay because I got something for him too. That's okay. I got something for June. I got something for June and his and his team, his whack team. But um, <clears throat> I would say, see if there's any like assistant coaching positions available. For instance, quarterback coaching. The, the Giants, the Giants 
third second string is now the QB coach. And the different we talked about it last week. I forgot what team he said. But it's like these people who know like they're not capable of making that start or displaying that job. Try to see if you can fit in as an assistant coach somewhere, you know? Or instead of June set practice squad, no, don't play for a practice squad, but train the guys on a practice squad, you know? Um, I'm not playing. Hell no. No, you weren't, Frank. No, I mean, no, you weren't, Jim. No way I would want to play in the practice. That's he's taking up a spot. <laughs> That's true. He is. Hey, listen, he, he could go play in the XFL. Oh. He could, but the thing about Mariota is that, like, like I Mariota agree with what Jim said. XFL. Yeah, first off, XFL. I think he's, what, a number two overall pick, first off, from, like, the 2015 draft with, I think, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston. Yeah, so... He not one. He's not gonna do that. And then two. I think June was right. Like you know, Mariota was like the. I'm not gonna say he was the prototype, but um, mobile quarterback. But he's the prototype of what mobile quarterbacks look like today. Like you know what uh Lamar Jackson looks like, or what a uh, Patrick Mahomes looks like a little bit. Um, like you know, I think uh, cause he he had it all with like you know he could break out the pocket or scramble you know anywhere. Um, that he needed to, but the thing was, is that he just wasn't. He didn't have the awareness. Um, really didn't have the the level of skill that these guys that I just mentioned, like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, have. You know. Um. So I think with Mariota, I think the best year was when they made it to the like to the divisional and got bounced. They beat the Chiefs. Um, Mariota had like the self-receiving touchdown like that's his best year and that was a great year too you know he has a moment that'll forever go down in history because the fact that he threw the ball it got blocked he caught it and then he ran it in for a touchdown and it happened in the wild card to beat the Chiefs who um they that I think it was an arrowhead too they beat them in arrowhead I want to say and then after I think they came and saw us in New England lost to that but still Overall, it's a good season. If people were saying, like, okay, the Titans might be having a team for some time now because, you know, they lost to the Patriots. But, look, all they need is a few pieces, and then maybe they might be back in the divisional. Bro, I don't think they ever went back until really Derrick Henry started um getting his legs off the ground for real, coming off the bench, and then actually became a starter. And then when they got Ryan Tannehill, too, back in, I want to say, what, 2020? So, yeah, nah. Like, for Mariota, I think – uh. Quarterback coach, he could he could definitely do something with that. Um, and then as for once, yeah, once is probably gonna be either a backup or like you said, June, probably um just right the basically the right situation. But really, I think since also um once was I want to say a number two overall pick also. Um, if you because I think Jared Goff was picked first in 2016, then really it's just all right, well, who's gonna take the chance on once now? Because they're gonna feel like, well. Once has been in the um league for like seven seasons now, um and had like you know his um MVP caliber season because he was in the race. Everybody remembers that he was like eleven and two as a starter. But ever since then, though, I think he had like you know the one season where Philly went back and then he got injured in the first quarter of the playoffs, and then after that, um the Colts almost season, but then they lost to the Jags. And now he's just on the commanders and then has been getting benched for um Heineke and then uh Sam what's what's his name? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. overall, I think it's just if if 
Wentz still has something left in him, and it only takes the right situation. It's really just a matter of who's going to put him in the right situation or going to take a chance on him to put him in the right situation for him to thrive. Other than that, he probably might just be a quarterback. I'm a backup quarterback uh, probably for the rest of his career unless he retires, you know, sometime soon. And he probably could retire soon. He's made a lot of money off of his contract. So, I mean, shoot. I mean, the the thing with Wentz, and I just have a hard time believing that you go from that to this it's just hard for me man it's hard to to accept that a player can really at his age you know we're not talking about a Brady and Aaron Rodgers in almost 45 and 39 deteriorating you could expect that but for a person like even like Russell Wilson last year to go from being a little successful to being non-existent it's a it's a problem to me so I, I wonder and, and June and I spoke about this is it that after he gets injured, he gets in his head and plays scared? You know, you can't play scared in the NFL. Is it, it might that, be a confidence thing? Is it a coach has to get him, you know, and 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 bring him in and say, okay, listen, I know your talent, you still got it, I can see it, but we got to bring that out. So we got to do X, Y, and Z. So I I don't know. Uh, Mariota, go ahead, Bree. What you gonna say? <laughs> I was going to say, I think um, it is a, a mental scare tactic once a player does get injured. You see some yeah. players bounce back miraculously after injury, and some of them don't. And I think it is a mental thing, like, like I'm going to play scared or play safe to not be in that position again. But also, you have to also understand it big, too. As we get as we get older and we injure ourselves, our bodies aren't going to heal the exact way. Um, yeah. as well and some people heal differently or some people don't recover 100% at all so you got to play those into factors too um, it's fortunate for some people like Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow must mashed potatoes and was out his entire first year and now look at him, he bounced back and you got people like Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson who they they haven't fully recovered from their injuries that they've had so you brought up an interesting comp comparison. You said Joe Burrow. You know what I think about Joe Burrow that's different from everybody else? His mindset. Yes, but he's also a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. He, he heals faster and quicker than someone yeah. who's in their 30s like Russell Wilson versus a 22-year-old. But I was also saying that as far as the gameplay, right? Uh, a lot of these quarterbacks mm -hmm. throw picks, and, and after they throw one or two picks in the game, they're done. They're not, they, you know, they're scared. They're not pulling the trigger. They're checking down. And Joe Shiesty, man, he, he could throw a pick. He's going right back at it. He throws another one. He's like, all right, we're going to go get it done and, and push it downfield. So that mental, I think, plays a big part on uh, yeah, healing. And also what I think changed over time now is these quarter, these players are not rushing back after injury. The ones that know better, they're like, oh, no, nah, I ain't rushing back. So it's okay. You know, I'm gonna make sure I'm good first because when y'all kick me off the team, I still gotta go play somewhere else. So I don't know. I just wish him the best. I, I hope that whoever he ends up at, um, I, I think he should do that retreat that Aaron Rodgers did and go into a dark cave by himself, put his phone up and really like reassess Yeah, look in the mirror and and think, is this what I want? You know, is this where I want to be? And can I still produce at that level? You know, yeah. and if, if you can't produce at that level then adjust your game to be successful. Shoot, you right. And then if if he does retire too, I mean, 
Carson Wentz could always be a, a coach himself too if he wants. If like if that's what he wants, he could always be a, a coach himself. But I think really, like you said, you know, have him go on a retreat like you know how Aaron Rodgers did, and overall just really face like yeah. Is this what I want? Do I still really have it? Or can I go to any team and, like, really they take a chance on me instead of me just, you know, going to whoever's offering me the most money or just, you know, whatever it may be? Because I think, you know, like, I I think his best situation since the Eagles was the Colts. The Colts, like, they were only – they were just one game away. They were one game away. And then I think people forget that Carson Wentz also led one of the best comebacks that season, two against the Ravens. The Ravens was – smoking them it was like i think they had a 22 point comeback or something like that against the ravens and they was like wait the colts just beat the ravens and the ravens was on their way to be to going back to the playoffs and um fighting for one of the top seeds As a matter of fact i think they was trying to come out as like you know division leaders in the afc north at the time so and then but i mean it all it all went to crap anyways because that's the same season that Lamar Jackson injured his ankle and then Tyler Huntley came in for, like, the rest of the season. But still, like, you know, I think really all it takes is just one just one more chance if somebody's willing to take that one more chance on him and then see what he does. And then, I mean, if if nothing happens or if, you know, um, nothing comes of out of that production from that one more chance, then, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, it is really crazy to see how a number two overall pick could go from that to then struggling to make a roster now or trying to see who's going to take a chance on it when, oh, it's the number two overall pick. That should be an automatic. Yeah, we're going to pick. We will take him. We'll take him. He has the talent and everything. But now after so many years and damn near basically being a seasoned vet at this point, if you want to call it that, um, I mean, it's like, all right, well, I mean, he, he's been in the league for a minute. We can either a go with one of these young prospects coming out the draft, you know, develop them um for the next two three years, or we could take on somebody who's been in the league for seven to eight years, and I mean by that point it would be crazy to say, oh yeah, let's develop somebody who's already been in the professional league for seven to eight years. Now, granted, we have people like Geno Smith, just put him in the right situation, and you know, turn this whole thing around. But at the same time, is is it's really hard though to just develop something that's already developed essentially is just more so he has to adapt now rather than develop you all agree that the right situation with the right coaching can turn anybody's career around you know what i'm saying anybody um it's just going to the right team so um we'll see what happens uh free agency starts what march 15th or the season starts for march 15th march 15th free agency starts wait i'm pretty sure we'll see i got a question for y'all what's up what's the question who would y'all, what team do you guys think at this moment would be the right situation for Carson Wentz if he was to go to the right situation? I don't think there is a right situation for Carson Wentz right now. Um, I think there is one. I, I think there's one. Which one? I think the 49ers. You think so? Yeah, we don't know if, if Purdy's coming back. You know, the Eagles knocked him out possibly for the entire season. Um, And Trey Lance, they don't know what they got. Jimmy's not coming back. Unless you could, and, and this is something the herd talked about, but he didn't say Wentz. He said Brady. I don't see Brady coming back. Brady's having too much fun driving virtual cars and uh, doing a bunch of stuff that he <laughs> done in a while. He's being a kid. Um, but Shanahan's good. He's a good offensive coordinator. He's a good coach. We saw what he did with Matt Ryan in the forty in the Falcons. Matt Ryan ain't been the same since they broke up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he look what he's been doing over there is a plug and play system. 
The defense is good. The offense is good. That offensive line can stay healthy. He can adjust the play. They got they got a good running back. They got a good. And all they back. need him to be is a good as a as a, a average end. and decent game manager. That's all they need him to be, just got, a decent game manager. Got you. They got Debo, right? They got enough people in there to be successful at right now, you know. So I I think 49ers, any 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 quarterback with any decent skill can go there until they figure it out. Actually, you're right. Yeah, because I think, you know, he's not he's not completely incompetent or brain dead or something like that. Like, nah, he's a NFL quarterback. Like, you feel me? That holds weight. So <laughs> like juice. Like, he he's a professional NFL quarterback. That holds weight. Come on now. Like I think, yeah, right situation. 49ers plug and play, definitely. Yeah. If I if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go ahead and say the the Panthers right now. I really think about it. I was thinking the Panthers. I'll say the Panthers. They're in my opinion, they're kind of in a rebuilding stage. They got Frank Wright over there right now, I believe. And I mean, why not? Someone he's familiar with. Yeah, let's let's go back to Frank Wright. They got a quarterback that, um, like a pretty looking because you know I'm gonna say something about old buddy. Uh, but they got a quarterback over there in Carolina. This this is. Slightly above average, so say it, say it. No, no I'm saying it, it, he's slightly Baker above. Baker Mayfield's average. gone. Baker Mayfield's gone. He went to LA Rams, so I don't know who else you're talking about. But Carson and and, and slightly above average Sam out there to compete, and <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's sliding in there. It just it, it goes so smooth. But uh, I, I think um, you know. I don't know. I, I I think yeah. Honestly, I think we gave it too much time. But really, I I think he can go to Carolina. June, June, June. I'm, I'm the Forty Niners. I'm going if I'm any quarterback that's halfway decent. Um, I would definitely uh, I would look man. I, if I was Wentz, I'd try to go there and try out for them. Then give me a shot. I'll take a one million dollar deal. With incentives. Now wait, doesn't he have dead cap coming over from I think one of his contracts or something like that? They cut him off. They 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 let him go, so he doesn't have. They don't. The team don't have to take on any debt. They oh, okay, okay. Whatever deal they want, they give him a one million dollar friendly deal, just to get him on there, see how he does. If he doesn't, they don't lose anything. They can give yeah. him a thousand guarantee the whole thing, and they're not gonna lose anything. I can give him five million guarantee plus like a million dollar signing bonus and incentives or something like that. Yeah, they, and then like they did for uh, Cam Newton in, in New England. So, mm-hmm. I agree. What else, baby? What we got? So this is interesting. So the Saints running back Alvin Kamara pled not guilty to a conspiracy to commit battery misdemeanor and substantial bodily harm felony at a courthouse in Nevada. His trial was set for July thirty first at ten a.m. Likely means that if he's found guilty, his discipline will come in twenty twenty three. Damn, son. So he pled not guilty for almost killing a man. We all saw the picture. Here's what I'm going to say. He's you called, he called your friend ugly, and you almost beat him up. He, he's, he's, his lawyer should advise him, listen, take the plea. We could probably get away with some community service. Pay a fine. Mm-hmm. Got some High key. High you key. won't jail time. That's dumb. That's That's, again, people not realizing you are an athlete now. I don't know where you grew up at. I don't know if you grew up in the hood or not, but you're not wherever you thought you was. You're an athlete. You make millions of dollars 
just John take Morant. It. Yeah, John Morant. It suspended indefinitely. <laughs> oh my God! You wait. John you, Morant was really suspended yes. indefinitely. Oh that's, that's no, 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 no. So that yet? was that was a voiceover. That was someone did oh. a voiceover. Yeah. No. Oh, I was finna say, yeah, that was, that was a voiceover. No, nah, yeah, that was an AI voiceover. That, yeah, voiceover. That was the voiceover. That was like going around and that people think mean, it's yeah. for real. Yo, I was like, wait, that was actually I thought I was like, wait, that's actually real. Now yeah, shout out to uh butt crack sports for the people who actually into a TV, the former running back Stacy. Oh got, yeah, that video. He only got six months, and he threw his baby. Yeah, mom. and you know, and she said that he's changed since the incident. No, but I'm do you sure also remember while, on we're on, while we're on this subject? Do you remember the? I think he played for Charlotte. Uh, what's his name? Miles Bridges is that his name? Oh, Miles Bridges. He played for the Hornets. And he Yo, beat the I crap out just... of his baby mama. And yeah, in front of got, their two kids. He, he 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 got. He's out the league. She's pregnant nice. by him again. Mm-hmm. And then not nah, on top of that, I think he I think he beat it with because he got like 52. So he got a year's worth of anger management, a year's mm-hmm. of like um parenting uh thing. I forgot what it was called. And then um, he, he beat on her and they they baby. Yeah, and then he also has like 500 hours of community service, I think, or something like that. So he has a whole lot of things to do. A whole lot you of things to do. <laughs> All right, next subject. So, <clears throat> touchy subject, but it's um. So Georgia's defensive tackle Jalen Carter, who was booked on reckless driving and race charges that resulted in the loss, the life loss of one of his teammates and a staff member. Um, he paid a four thousand dollar bond and he was released last night at eleven forty nine p.m. Today, he is back at the Combine to finish interviews, measurements, and other activities. Um, um, here comes another situation where status, oh. you know, plays a role. People um, are about to lose their minds. If, if this was a regular kid, um, even a college student, he wouldn't be out and, and still participating. This is where athletes need to learn. Um yeah, I get it. It could have been an accident. It could have been a horrible mistake. But people's lives, lives were lost. And, and here you are being able to still live your life and try out and hopefully get a contract or get picked up by a team. You can still make millions. And these kids are not yeah. coming home. Um, if you were the driver, um, I don't think there was alcohol involved, was it? Or no? I didn't see anything. Um, like- I think there was alcohol involved. But I'm not 100 sure. Nobody knows. It's not in the police reports. That's public. But we don't. But yeah, they didn't just came out, out yesterday. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, if 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 there is alcohol involved, because I I don't know, if there is, then um, that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, the dude, the dude was racing the um, the scout liaison or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the girl where. where where in this story are they gonna give? Are they gonna point fingers at her too? You know what I mean? Like, uh, but they I, are. They know, but they they are. That's the thing. They are. But he has the name that's being broadcasted out publicly. And I get it. However, shoot, I would I would change my name tag to hers. I don't know. You know, let's <laughs> equal opportunity in this thing. 
But there's a lawsuit on her family too, because guess what? Her family got money. But that's why there's a lawsuit oh. on her family because her family rich. Did oh. you um hear that he also lied to the police? So apparently when the police questioned him, he said that like he was, I think, a mile away from the situation when he was at the scene when they did pass and then just drove mm-hmm. off. So that that joint was crazy to me. I said, damn, wait. So not only I was like, all right, yeah, like it's already tragic because you know, it's like the you know, two people lost their lives to the, the situation. But then after that, you lied to the police saying that you was a mile away from the situation when you was full, like when you was physically there. Like that, that's crazy. <laughs> like that was insane. I don't even think you can you get because I know you could get arrested for lying to the FBI, but could you get arrested for lying to the police or fined? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, because that was crazy. And then you and then exactly. These two people lost their lives. You lied about the situation about these two people losing their life. And then you still get to continue your life to go to the NFL combine. While it's Mind not you, the he NFL. did his 40-yard yeah. dash today. He did mm-hmm. his 40-yard dash today. Um, and, and bro got out, too, in uh, 15 minutes also on $4,000 bond. Like, yo, that's really crazy how life really works. Like, yeah, bro, you didn't even, wasn't even in there for a whole day. You was in there for less than less than 30 minutes. Like, it's just insane how that joint really works like that. Uh, like I said, to me, um, yeah, I, I, I can't go out. I, I don't know the details. I just, I just saw the headlines, but I do feel some kind of way about the fact that two people are dead. And instead of your punishment, you don't have to be in jail. You can post bond. That's fair. But to still be able to compete and, 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 show your talents off at the combine. It's like a slap in the face. I'll be so upset if my son or my daughter was in a car and they're dead and he's getting to just go in there and play and, and potentially continue to live his life. Nah, I I, I have an issue with that. Uh, again, this is the NFL lack of consistency. He should not be able to try out. He should not be able to be on the combine. And, to, and granted, he's not guilty. He's not found guilty. I get it. However, it's pending. But until everything is done. Yeah, it, it, just stop it. Because if he beats it, okay, he's going to get picked up. And I get it that that's the difference between millions. Yeah, it's different between millions. He ran his 40. If he goes the first round, he's a first round pick. This, that's but they the, say he's a first rounder. Yeah. So that's the difference. You know, money is big. And, you know, any place for Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it is what it is. Well, I'll wait until more information comes out. I do feel like. Um, it reminds me of the Henry Rugg situation. That's what it reminds me of. Like that whole situation. That that situation was crazy. And that wasn't that wasn't this season, but that was like what two seasons ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that was a crazy situation. I remember when that I because it broke news broke like Tuesday morning. Henry Ruggs arrested for uh was it drunk driving and killing two people mm-hmm. going 157 miles per hour. Yup. And like it's not like they died on impact. Nah, they they burned mm-hmm. to death in that car. And that's the craziest thing about it. Like it, it's honestly sad. And then what's it called? I mean, Henry Ruggs, I think he he made bail or something like that. No, posted bond, I want to say. Um, and was at home awaiting trial. But like it's still it's really crazy how like Things like this happen now. He was, he was, he was, he was on 2K. He was streaming on 2K. Streaming on 2K. 
I remember when that came out. Yeah, while waiting trial, <laughs> streaming on 2K. That's actually crazy. Testing out little kids on mm-hmm. 2K. I remember that when it went viral on Twitter. And no, we're not. We, we don't have to talk about it, never mind, because we weren't going to bring up LJ. So we're not going to talk about it, even though just news just came up. But we're not going to talk about it. But we will what? talk about. Um, I just want to make your dad mad, Frankie. Oh. He's tired of talking about LJ. No, we could. I'm. I'm just saying. To me, how much I. I I'm. No, it's just a quote from Calais Campbell on oh, LJ. So it says Calais Campbell on NFL Network on Lamar Jackson. He wants to get a quote. He wants to get a deal done, and that's the most important part. Sometimes guys who are a part of the team and don't want to be there anymore uses free agency as an opportunity to go somewhere else. Hmm. I mean, I mean, they like, I mean, I mean, did he just snitch on his brother? Like, <laughs> did he just snitch? I don't, I don't know. I mean, what's he called? If he, if, if, if that was like he a did, little he just hint. told his business. Yeah, like, he uh, used a free agency as an excuse to go somewhere else. Like, exactly. Like, bro basically dropped the same hint. Like, so be prepared for Lamar's tweets tonight. <laughs> like, I don't. Lamar, Lamar's been putting a lot of cryptic stuff out. Um, yes, know, he has. And and um, I mean, I I hate talking about this dude because it's not that yeah. I, it's not that I don't like Lamar. I love. I think Lamar's dope, but I just feel like you're shooting for the stars, my man, and you're not being realistic. Uh, as a football fan, forget pocket passing fan up. That's what I really am. But forget that. You can't, yeah. You can't let Deshaun Watson sway it, bro. At the end of the day, Mahomes had a right to get a half billion dollar deal, and he didn't get all that guaranteed. He got like a hundred and something guaranteed, and then he restructured the deal to get less money to free up cap space to bring people in. Uh, uh, Allen got a big deal, and and you got something Allen don't got as an MVP. So I mean, at Mahomes, he's been to three Super Bowls and won two. Uh, Burrow been to one. You haven't been to one. Hell, Burrow has more playoff wins than you do. Allen has yeah. more playoff wins than you do. Uh, uh, you know, you want to compare yourself to Watson. Okay, so the only thing you got over Watson is that you got an MVP and he don't. That, How long has he uh, been in the league? Who, Watson? Five years. No. Lamar. Oh, Lamar. Lamar since 2018, five years. Yeah. Because he's coming up on his on his contract, so mm-hmm. the, the problem I have, draft, yeah. you know, everybody, Lashawn McCoy, all these guys, you know, they kill me. Oh, he got to get no. Listen, first off, Dodo, you didn't get an agent. You should have got an agent. You didn't, and now here you are trying to get this crazy. And and the owner said it already. That's like that's like you with a that's like you in a relationship, June. That's like me and you. We both married, and our wives are telling us, I, I just don't love you no more. I'm not in love with you. And we're like, but let's stay together. No, I, I don't love you. No more. You know, yeah. the team said it. when Deshaun signed that contract, the owner said, I would never do that. That's stupid. And you want, and now you're asking him to do something he said he wasn't going to do. And I could right. understand if you've produced what they need to see, which is a Subo, been to a Subo, been to AFC championship. You haven't, you've, you've, you've played, you've been out for 12 games in the last two seasons. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, and avail- availability is like you know the best. Than- 
Exactly, you feel me? All right. Um, I'm like, real. yeah, you know. It's just upsetting. And that's that's all we have. Um, I know a lot more stuff is gonna come out when it comes to this combine this weekend. So you yeah. know, I'll be I'll be posting and creating the notes. I mean, do you think uh you think Aaron Rodgers retires and creates his own little darkness retreat somewhere? We will we will we will discuss that sells, next week. And he sells tickets <laughs> like to his darkness. We will discuss that next week. Ready June, close us out. You're first. Hey, it was cool being on here. Definitely needed this break. Uh hectic, hectic week. I definitely needed this break. Coming to an end, so now I gotta get back to reality. Hey, it's good to see you guys, bro. Shoot, um, nah, I'm always. It's always a pleasure, you know, to be up here with you guys. Um, and it's always great to you know come up here and just talk football with y'all. You know, like it's an escape basically because I love talking football with y'all. I don't like yo. Um, ever since I left upstate New York, I don't really have nobody to talk football with anymore. It's just straight basketball. I'm like, yeah, you it's always. Nah, of course, of course, of course. You feel me? Of course. So, and I love talking football with y'all because, like, y'all watch the games. You feel me? Y'all know what y'all talking about, stats and all that. Like, y'all go in-depth with it. Nowadays, people just surface talk about football. It's not really too much about the game, more so the idea of the game, but not the whole concept and drive itself. So, I'm glad to be up here with you guys. Appreciate it, OD. Y'all already know. <laughs> right. Hey, another good week. Uh, Bree, thanks for the topics. I know you, you you go in there trying to find some stuff for us to talk about. Um, I look forward to it. Yesterday I was trying to record. Bree was like, hey, mofo, you got COVID. Uh, relax. Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to relax. And then I went and laid down. But, um, yeah, another week, another good week, good topics. And I look forward to next week and and, and recording with you guys. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> Always a pleasure doing this with you guys every single week. I will be back with you guys next Wednesday or Thursday. Um, next week is my last week in Jacksonville, Florida. So my last podcast after that, I'll be recording from my hotel room in Pensacola <laughs> for about five weeks. Uh, thanks for listening to Frank Persons Play Call. You guys know where to follow us. And we also have Twitter now. So please follow us on Twitter at... Oops, sorry. At the Play Call one DA. So follow us on Twitter at the play call one. We jumped from four followers to eight. So we're slowly Let's growing. Go. So That's right. I won't get I won't I won't get our Twitter blocked. Okay. It's a professional page. I won't get our Twitter blocked <laughs> by anything. Yeah. And oh. bye. Bye y'all. Bye.